Welcome back to Bible study, to Paul's letter, his epistle to the Galatians. Welcome back to John Campbell and Derek Walker. It's great to be together again and um, humbled by this amazing uh, book written by Paul. Chapter 2 we've reached, John, and you're going to read yes, the I first am. 10 verses. Chapter 2 of the book of Galatians. Um, now then, after 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and also took Titus with me. And I went up by revelation and communicated to them that the communicated to them that gospel which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately to those who were of reputation, lest by any means I might run or had run in vain. Yet not even Titus, who was with me, being, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. And this occurred because of false brethren secretly brought in, who came in by stealth to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage. To whom we did not yield submission even for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. But from those who seemed to be something, whatever they were, it makes no difference to me, God shows personal favoritism to no man. For those who seemed to be something added nothing to me. But on the contrary, when they saw that the gospel for the uncircumcised had been committed to me, as the gospel for the circumcised was to Peter, for he who worked effectively in Peter for the apostleship to the circumcised also worked effectively in me towards the Gentiles. And when James, Cephas and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that had been given to me, they gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship, that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. They desired only that we should remember the poor, the very thing which I also was eager to do. Lord, we thank you for your precious word. We thank you for the scripture which cannot be broken. We thank you that you're here right now. You're the author of the word and you're the one who teaches and reveals and, ins and illuminates the Word of God to us. So we welcome you, Holy Spirit, in, into the middle of our study. We thank you for, for everyone listening, mm. that they come under the power of your presence, and Lord, that you nourish their hearts. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 <coughs> John, we've... We, it, it, you know, it's quite thick, isn't it, the verses of the circumcised, the uncircumcised, but what's the grand theme that we're looking at here? In well, it's, it, it, it's a good question. We've, we've come to the end of chapter one, and I think it's worth pausing and, and, and looking at, at this book again. It, it, it isn't just another book. If I were able, I'd have, I'd have electronics all around the edges of everybody's Bible, so the Galatians kept flashing like yes. this, so they kept yes. going to check on it. Because it, 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 to my mind, it, it, it stands alone as a piece of scripture. Uh, that's not to, I'm not devaluing any other no. scripture, please. I don't want people to misunderstand me or misquote me or anything else. But it, it stands alone in as much as it is a, a polemic, not against the law, but against legalism. Mm. And it's passionate. You know, the passion goes in. We have to understand that Paul has been under constant attack. In 2 Corinthians, he defends his apostleship. 
Here, he, he, he does defend his apostleship, but, but really he's defending his doctrine. He's defending his apostleship, apostleship as, as, as a, 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 an instrument of, towards defending uh, the, his doctrine. Yeah. And which his, is which is grace, yes. which is grace, yes. grace, 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 yeah. and 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 how the moment we get into legalism, and we'll see this more, mm. what we effectively we're doing is putting Christ back on the cross. We're saying his his death on the cross was not enough. We've got to add meritorious works to everything. And and Paul, as he goes through this, he's the passion. If it's if passion. We, if some we, would say, you know, oh, crumbs is a bit no, aggressive. If, if, um, if, yeah, it's, it's, passion. a, it's passionate aggression. It's yeah. not it's not brutal aggression. Yeah. Um, and and he starts off and know, all important. All oh, that he does that all he important. In you know, I mean, even in, in in verse. Verse 3 and 4 of chapter 1, he says, Grace to you, so important, grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he preaches the gospel, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us as his present evil age. He sets the scene, and, and this is what it is, that God has given himself uh, to, to save you from your sins, and you're doing everything Galatians and those yeah. monsters who've infiltrated you to undermine that, yeah. and and I think we, and to we fall back into the sort of the mode or, or the zone of the whole of humanity. Absolutely but you, right. But and then he's, and he's not allowing even a slight no. He, in the and door. he gives no ground as we as we will see. And 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 then as he as he goes through this introduction of of producing the gospel and then producing himself and who he is and how he got to where he was and there and what he has become from what he. Was was and and the, the thing that we we didn't touch on but but what that demonstrates is how the gospel changes you yeah. the gospel changes a man because you become a new creation and this is what I was and this is what I am now and for, I, and it's from this launch pad that I'm going to attack what's happening in your lives wonderful mm. wonderful I normally I'm, I'm, I, I'll open up with Derek and think oh you know how can I give John a word in edgeways here but no it's good to see the roles reversed and that that is um, it, it, it is absolutely fundamental, isn't it? The, the, this, the gospel of grace yes. mm. and not works yeah. and legalism. You know, in Christian love, we should be very flexible, you know, yielding to one another. You know, we might disagree on certain things, but, you know, there is that, you know, that, that attitude of love and, and so on. But when you come to the gospel, mm. there is no compromise. You, yeah. you cannot... You know that is a red line, you, and that's Paul's attitude, and that's what we need to learn from Paul. Is because you, you do not compromise the gospel. You think you're being compassionate or concessionary or, or compromising, but actually you are denying exactly. the, truth the truth. To, to, to yes. I, I find in I know we don't normally do this. Go to the final verse of our reading, but I, I find in that final verse a little sort of swing of the tail at the end, as it were, that that there could have been this sort of accusation that Paul, by being so passionate, was actually uncaring. You see what I mean? Yes, I, you can I, just see a hint of it. He, he said that, you know, they, they asked us to remember the poor, as, as though that's a kind of a false allegation against him. Because you're so focused on, you know, the, 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 the truth of the gospel of grace, you're, you're actually, you know, not looking, which is 
an allegation that is leveled yes, and at, of course, at Christians. You're, you're right, we don't want to run ahead of ourselves, but that's no. an interesting point because what we don't know, because we're not told, is these, these false apostles, whether the chaps in Jerusalem had actually had some feedback, and of course it'll be bring three and four we're going to a dance, you know, it all got changed, the Chinese whispers, and, and that it's possible that they were making allegations that he was all about him and he didn't yeah. care about the poor and therefore they you, nailed he, he that. He could have, you know, these verses could have been a, a kind of defence of all of his giving to the poor and all his good works, you see, and he was in a trap then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, instead of doing it that way around, he just emphasised the truth. And by the way, yeah. you know, that, that right. is, it, it, we have remembered yeah. the poor. Because I, I, I think uh, we can discuss it later in the, in the, in the programme, but that the, the kind of social gospel is another form of, of legalism. You know, that you're, do, you're actually earning your salvation through, yeah. Yeah. you mm. know, whatever good works you're doing. Yes, it can become a substitute yes. yeah. Yeah. for the gospel because yeah. the gospel will bring persecution. Yeah. And of course, if, if you kind of say, well, I, I'm not going to do that, but I'll, instead of that, I'll do these good works yeah. to show Christ's love for, yeah. the, for the poor, you're actually denying them the power of God unto salvation. Yeah. But you're subs partly we, you, people do that because it makes life easier. Yeah. You know, if you're doing a food program, let's say, but the council won't give you any money if you actually preach the gospel. Well, we need the council's money, yeah. or it, it's a witness anyway, and you're actually relegated the gospel yeah. to second place, and that's actually wrong. Yeah. That's kind it's, of like the social go gospel. Yeah, it is tragic. We, the gospel has to be first, and our, whatever else we do is, is to confirm the gospel. And, and the fundamental point is that we're born into sin, yeah. whereas, the, uh, you know, the sort of instinct of sinful mankind is to rebel against that and you know why why would you need grace if you if you're if you're born good yeah uh, you know and it's just a matter of working out the goodness that's within all of us you know in the humanity of man you know that it's just complete inversion of what the the doctrine of grace is that we that we are in a we are depraved and we need, we, we're made in the image of God. So there is, you know, there's something there for God to, to, to work with, but it has to be by his grace. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely, yes, the doctrine. And that's a shame that the Judaism has lost that yeah. biblical concept yeah. of original sin. Yeah. And therefore, the thought thinking is we can do these good works and we can earn our salvation. Yeah. But once you've got the revelation of, of depravity, then of course that you realise how hopeless that the works approach is. But even for the Jewish people, you know, they are God's chosen people. They didn't choose God. As no, that's if right. you watch Fiddler on the Roof, you know, why couldn't you have chosen someone else? <laughs> yeah. Sort of thing. But that implicit within that is that it's God's grace. Yes. That you're chosen. You, he, by His grace, has chosen you. Yes. So it's in there, as you say, it's in their scriptures. Nothing to do with their worthiness at all. No. No. Um, yeah, oh the, oh the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments because it is counterintuitive. It's yeah. not the natural instinct, you know, of all religions and of all humanity is to focus on what we are and what we can do. Yes. Mm. And, and um, dare I say, you know, where angels fear to tread, but um, the, the kind of the pandemic response is a response of humanism 
yes. you know, r rather than a response of, of a kind of humility before God. Yeah. And that's why there's so much fear. You know, that, 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 you know, government with all of their scientific knowledge, we can do it, you know, if we just push that little bit harder, just have a few more injections, I'm really treading on, on eggshells here, and, you know, a few more of this and that, and we will, we will prevail. Yes. Well, um, only by God's grace. That's right. Only but by God's the grace. other thing that man does is project God as if he was man. They kind of humanise God. Yes. yes, they do. Um, and in, in other words, in, in normal life, we might think, well, good enough is, near enough is good enough. You know, if you take a driving test or whatever you do, you know, it's, you're not going to be absolutely perfect, yeah. probably. Yeah. Uh, and, but, but if you're good enough, if you get 80%, 90%, that's enough. And so we can think, well, if I live a good life and I, okay, I'm not going to be perfect, but yeah. as long as I'm generally on the good side, yeah. God will accept me. And I tick Christian on the census. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know. And, and so we think God is, is like a man. Yeah. But God is not a man. God only has one standard, and that's absolute righteousness. Yeah. So if we think we can attain, mm. you know, a right standing before God by our own efforts, it's only because we, we bring God down to the level, our own point. level. Very <laughs> and point. of course he's not. <laughs> and without that standard, there is no, that we, it's all relative. Yes. So all of these philosophers of 100 years yes. ago would be saying, yeah, it's yes. all relative. Yes. And, and there is no absolute <coughs> truth or absolute righteousness. And, and um, this, this book, again, I mean, I, you think of Luther, um, who, who came against the, the, the whole sort of majesty and force of the Roman Catholic Church in his stand. Once the Lord had opened his eyes, he didn't work this out intellectually. Um, you know, when he realized that it was all of grace and not of works, the whole weight of the yeah. church came down against him. And, and the Catholic Church, you know, I mean, there'll be experts out there who know much more about it than I do. But, but my understanding is that, coming back to what Derek was saying, is as you do a good work, so God pours in some grace to you. And, and treating him like a man, you say, well, I've done this good work, therefore you must save me. That's how they That's think. Right. Yeah. And, and, and of course, it is so yeah. false. It is yeah, so, so it's wrong. like an obligation. They don't like, like Paul. wages. The Roman Catholic Church doesn't like Paul. He causes them trouble. Yeah, that's interesting because they don't call it the Sea of Paul in Rome. <laughs> yes. um, but no, that's interesting because yeah. he said that w when wage, wages are, are paid, it's not as a gift but as an obligation. However, to the man who does not work um, but trusts God, who justifies the wicked, grace, oh, sorry, um, righteousness is credited to yes. him um, through faith. Through faith. Um, and then the question is that the, the faith it comes to Romans 5. Yeah. By grace. We're justified by grace, by faith, through grace. All, all then, a gift. Yeah. All of it. But I, um, it's not yeah, an they, easy they job Paul has, is it? Because he, 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 it's so easy to be caricatured, to go down a line of, of arguing you know, for an absolute position, and then they'll say, oh, well, he, he's anti-Jewish. So in Romans he says... You know, what advantage is there in being a Jew? After he's just said, what value is there in circumcision? Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, he, he puts it, he has to um, not dilute the argument in any way, but also cover the, the kind of the arrows and the darts that are coming from the, 
antagonists, mm. the gainsayers. This has been going on a long time. Yeah. I mean, this isn't just a one-off. It, no. You know, it's, it's 14 plus 3, 17 years thereabouts when he goes up to get his, his, his gospel conf yeah. confirmed. Yeah. Um, and for most of that time, he's been under attack. Yeah. It's been non-stop, and we pick up a lot of that from, from the book of Acts, of course. But it's, he, 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 you, most men would have given up by now, yeah. but he, he hasn't. He's, he's given God the glory, and he knows, as we read in Philippians, that the, the Lord strengthened him, gave him the strength he needed to, to get through. Mm. I've got in my mind, because there's a lot of, in my NIV, it talks about the Jews in, in the uh, King James, it's saying the circumcised and the uncircumcised rather than Jews and Gentiles, which is good because it focuses in on this issue of, yes. of circumcision. Yes. Uh, and in, in Romans, Paul, Paul talks about, and I see a lot of sort of overlaps between Galatians and mm. Romans, Paul, Paul talks about... Um, the um, circumcision of the heart yeah. by the Spirit. Well, that's grace, you see. Yes. But he, but he also says circumcision has value, talking to a Jewish audience, yes. if you obey the law. But if you break the law, you have become as though you were not circumcised. Yes. So in other words, the circumcision, as it were, doesn't save you. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? Because you're going to break the law anyway. That's yes, and it's argument. neither good nor bad. If yeah. you know, if you're circumcised, you're circumcised. It, 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 it in and of itself is yeah. nothing. If people grab just one verse, they can yeah they can skew Paul's argument one way or another. That's, That's right. why he's so sort of full in his in yeah. the way he presents it. We normally say, well. We go through the verses, but there, I, you know, there's a lot just if you take the, the, these 10 verses as, as a, a block. So, Titus wasn't circumcised, but there was an occasion where, was it Timothy that Paul mm. yes. got him circumcised? So he, he was yeah. quite pragmatic sometimes, wasn't he? Well, Titus, as we'll get, when we get yeah. to it, we'll see, he was um, a test case in, yeah. this, in the Jerusalem Council. Yeah. Uh, and as a Gentile. Yeah. The difference with Timothy was that he, he had a Jewish mother. Yeah. So uh, if Timothy was, for instance, was to preach in the synagogues, um, you know, he, he needed to be circumcised. Yeah. Um, so in that case, of course, Paul was practical. And it, yeah. of course, it isn't wrong for a Jew to be circumcised. No. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because that goes back to the Abrahamic covenant. Yeah. It, de it depends on the reason they're being circumcised. So yeah. all Jews would be circumcised because of the Abrahamic covenant, which is valid, mm -hmm. but not to be circumcised to, to put yourself under the law of Moses. Yeah. That would be the wrong motivation for that. Yeah. And of course, Gentiles did not need to be circumcised. Yeah, yeah. that clarifies it. Yeah. So you said later down in the passage, um, uh, but you've just mentioned the Jerusalem Council. Yeah, just, so, to just, yeah, just, just to set the scene, if you like. Yeah. Um, um, that what Paul, in chapter 1, that Paul was uh, basically saying, in, for instance, in verse 11 and 12, that the gospel that was preached by me is not according to man, 
I didn't receive it from man, nor, neither was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. So it's saying, he, as John was saying, he's being attacked, his message is being attacked by these legalists. Um, and he is saying, of course, I, this gospel I got straight from Jesus. And, uh, that, and my apostleship is straight from Jesus. And then he tells his story of, of, of how he got it from, from the Lord Jesus. He didn't get it from the 12 apostles because I think they were saying, oh, really, he's not a proper apostle. He's kind of under them. And he, and he kind of learnt it from them, but now he's got it wrong. He's added his own twist to it. Yeah, right. So there he's saying, absolutely not. And in, the, in his history, he's, he's basically saying, I didn't confer with the apostles. I didn't meet them. Yes, I had a meeting with Peter after three years but to get acquainted, but we didn't have doctrinal discussions. It was only for a short time. You know, he did also do a famine visit at the end of Acts 11, but he didn't meet the apostles at that time. So he doesn't even mention that because uh, they just did some famine relief. Um, and at that time, Peter was in prison and, and James had just been executed. So, you know, everyone was lying low. He, he didn't meet with them at all then. And then, and so he was basically saying, look, I've had no doctrinal contact with them for for actually 14 years because in chapter 2 verse 1 he says then after 14 years yeah and I believe that's from his conversion yeah so that's uh, the, my dating on that would be uh, AD 33 is the crucifixion Paul uh, would have been converted fairly soon after 34 35 14 years later takes us about 48 AD 48 and that is the exactly the timing of the Jerusalem Council yeah in Acts 15, which is yeah. the background to this. Yeah. Because this is when this issue of circumcision, mm. which is the issue of legalism, manifested itself in full force. Yeah. Because so many Gentiles were getting saved. That's right. The, these legalists were really getting upset. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they should not be accepted into the yeah. church, into the kingdom, unless they get Absolute circumcised. Absolute key, key points in yeah. the, the early history of the church, yeah. because otherwise it would have just closed down into a, a kind of um, a sect of Judaism. Yes, exactly. And, and it would have been uh, disastrous. Yeah. Um, but they wanted, they, they, they kind of wanted to bring the gospel under the law of Moses. Mm. You know, yes, Jesus is the Messiah, but we've got to still keep the law of Moses yeah. To, yeah. to keep God happy kind yeah. of thing. And uh, right. they didn't see how radical what Jesus accomplished was. So it's 14, he says 14 years, after 14 years, which is again AD 48. Mm. And now this is where he changes in the argument. Before he says, look, I'm, I'm independent with the apostles. Yeah. My doctrine was never based on the apostles. I'm, in a sense, he's saying I'm equally an apostle mm. to those other apostles. I've got a direct commission from Jesus. Now after 14 years, we do have doctrinal discussions. Yeah. This is the big thought of the yeah. whole thing. We do have, do did, did have doctrinal discussions and they're on, they agree with me. Yeah. You know, in other words, the gospel I preach is the same as the gospel they preached. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Is that actually, they lied to you when they said that I'm preaching a different gospel to the, the real apostles in Jerusalem. Yeah. Now actually, we discussed it and we come to the same conclusion about the gospel. That's the big point he's making. But we probably do need to go to mm. Acts 15. Okay. To, um, Let's do that. To, to see. I'll just finish off reading verse <coughs> yeah. 1. Yes. And then we'll check Acts 15. He okay. says, After 14 years I went up again, 
because he had been before, to Jerusalem with Barnabas and also took Titus with me. So Barnabas is, is his companion and, and Titus, if you like, is the junior one. And as we see, he'll be the test case. Um, because the, cause the, he, they knew what the issue was, yeah. and we'll see what the issue is in Acts 15. Yeah. The issue was circumcision. Mm. Titus was an uncircumcised Gentile convert. He's a test case. Mm. The question is, will the Jerusalem leaders force Titus to be circumcised? Because mm. if they do, um, then that would mean all Gentiles would have to be circumcised. But if they say, no, he doesn't have to be circumcised, then Paul will have won the day. Um, so that's why Titus plays quite an important role, you know. And that says something about Titus too, that he must have been an outstanding believer. You know, you don't bring your worst... No, example. Worst example. He's a Gentile convert, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. So he must have been full of the Holy Spirit and, and, right. and so on. Yeah. Um, so, so I, you know, through church history, you know, these battles have had to be fought. You know, you've mentioned Luther. You know, I, I think of... Um, the, the early days of the, the, the Putney debates, let's say, you know, with, with Cromwell. And, you know, you, you have to establish and re-establish um, truths from Scripture because, it, and definitely in our modern time, it, there's a drift. Yeah. So it's important, I think, that we're, we're studying this. Yeah. And we might sort of bring some up-to-date examples after we've read mm. in Acts 15. Do you want to read it? What, where where yeah, should we start from? Just read a few verses. Do you want to read it, John? If, we, if you, you tell us where, where we should What read? about um, for the first two verses to start with? All right, that helps. <coughs> first, yeah, okay. And certain men came down from Judea and taught the brethren, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. Therefore, when Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and dispute with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. Mm. Mm. So again, that's the key issue there. Circumcised according to the custom of Moses. So it wasn't just being circumcised, but by being circumcised, they were committing to put themselves under the law of Moses. It was the outward sign not of the Abrahamic covenant, but actually yeah. we are submitting to Moses. We're submitting to the law of Moses. So th they are saying you can't even be saved. Um, could you um, open up on the Abrahamic covenants yeah, and circumcision as an element of that covenant? Yes, in Genesis 17, God told Abraham, and again, this wasn't to get saved because mm -hmm. Abraham was already saved, yeah. but God introduced circumcision as a sign of the... Abrahamic covenant. So then from that point on, every uh, son, son of Abraham, and in particular uh, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the Jewish people, are circumcised, that really is a sign of their relationship to Abraham and that they are yeah. part of the Abrahamic covenant, which, mm. which promises them, you know, was developed in, in different ways, yeah. gives them the promised land, for That's example. Right. Uh, and um, it's, that's a big subject, it but is. often people confuse that with the Moses yeah. covenant that yeah. came later, the law. The, the interesting later. thing when Paul writes specifically about you know, Abraham's circumcision and his faith, he said that he was circumcised after you know, righteousness was credited yes. to him yes. through faith. In, in other words, after the grace, mm. you know, and as you remember through the smoking pots, he was asleep, God 
you know, made his covenants yeah. with Abraham. It wasn't Abraham, do this, 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 and this, and then I'll, you know, bless you. And then, um, but it said he was after, and, and he received the, the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness he had by faith yeah. before he was circumcised. So it, it's, that is the, the, the Abrahamic, That's the of Abrahamic perspective of circumcision. And circumcision is also in Leviticus. Yeah. In other words, it's also an aspect of the law. That's the point. So, for example, if you were Jewish, you'd already been circumcised. But if you were a Gentile who wanted to become a Jew, yeah. you know, a proselyte, then, then you would need to be circumcised, as it were, to become part of the Jewish people, right. the covenant a people. Convert, yeah. But that circumcision meant that you were now putting yourself under the law of Moses. Law of Moses yeah. And so it's, when he says, according to the custom of Moses, it's basically saying, you, you, you have to become a Jew in order to be saved because salvation is within Israel and therefore you must become part of Israel to be saved. And that was a misunderstanding and that is also a false thing preached today. Right, but in its time, it was, it was, God <coughs> had given um, us a holding position, as it were, with the, the Jewish people and the law of Moses that was able to reveal what Paul was then able to write about, you know, obvious righteousness can't come through following the law because you can't do it. But it sort of sets, it held, well, it was a, a process of educating the world, the law of Moses, mm. <laughs> about the nature of sin yeah. and our inadequacy. Yes. Yes. And it also the pointed to the new covenant, yep. pointed to salvation by faith yep. through the sacrificial system primarily yep. and other prophecies. So it had meant a number of functions, yeah. but it was never meant to be a means of salvation by right. keeping it. In fact, it was meant to drive you to, to grace. But as you realize, I can't keep this. In a way, it should bring you to the end of yourself yeah. so that you start looking for God's solution. Mm. You know? So it, it played an important role. But um, these people, of course, are preaching this false gospel that you have to be circumcised and keep the law just to be, to, to be saved, yeah. to be accepted by God. And of course, this is a gospel issue. Mm. And of course, Paul and Barnabas, they, no small dissension. You know, they, they, are, they come out fighting absolutely rightly. Yeah. And these people are claiming to actually represent the position of Jerusalem, the That's Jerusalem right. church. Yeah. And that was a false claim. So they, they decide, we need to go up to Jerusalem and settle this issue. Now, Paul in Galatians says that he went up by revelation. Mm -hmm. it, I yeah. think he's making it clear again that he, he, he wasn't called into the office like, yeah, a, like a naughty, naughty boy. You know. yeah. he, God, he went up because God told him to go. Yeah. You know. But also it was agreed among the leaders of the Antioch church key, key to, verse. to go up to Jerusalem. You, yes. know. you can harmonize that. So, so a key, key verse that picks up on what John said right at the beginning is verse 11 in... Um, in Acts 15, um, talking about it's through grace mm. yes. Um, yes. That, that we are saved just as they are. In other words, whether you're circumcised or not circumcised, it's through grace Yes, yes. that you're saved. That was the, the conclusion um, of the council. It's quite yes. dramatic, isn't it? Mm. You can get, I, for me, it's a, there's a dramatic theatre, as it were, of, of, of this discussion there in Jerusalem. Because in verse 12, it says they the whole assembly became silent as they listened mm. to um, they, they were there were false folk around and there always are in the church. But 
but there was a, a reverence wanting, you know, among the assembly yes, to and know it was, the mind of the and, Lord. And one has to understand, you know, stand in the, in the, on, on Jewish ground, so to speak. This was huge for them. I mean, you can't just suddenly throw off everything you believed all your life. Yeah. Um, and they believed it passionately. Mm -hmm. And even though they were converted, they were still, they'd been educated in the Jewish system. So mm -hmm. there was a process of relearning. And there's also this idea that I think Paul, Paul gives in his writings, that, that there was a period of, to, to misquote grace, there was a period of grace, a period of trans, uh, of, of, mm -hmm. of Transition. transition, that's the yeah. word I was after, yeah. Yeah. a period of transition where, whereby you could keep going with your Jewish practices, you know, if, if it made you happy, but don't think it's going to add or, or detract from what you have in Christ. But, but again, pre-Christian era, you know, there were many faithful Jews who were observing law, yes, because they, they hadn't heard the message of the gospel, as it were, and God had used circumcision, the law of kosher and, and Shabbat, to preserve the people as a testimony yes, to and as a witness, the identity. a witness yes, to yeah. his grace ultimately, but to... Not yeah. for their salvation. No, 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 but, to, but, to, but certainly um, their um, practices, even quarantine, to go back to the other subjects, you know, they, they, it came, uh, the laws of cleanliness, it, it actually preserved them as a people you know, with all the pagan nations around, you know, they didn't assimilate mm. and they were preserved as a testimony mm. through the ages. And as it says, a light um, to the Gentiles, ultimately fulfilled in the Lord Jesus. But um, in that's, the picture that's, language, yeah. it, the, the, you see, ec the Exodus was a picture of salvation by grace. Yeah. You know, the Exodus, the Passover lamb. Yeah before the law was even received. So right. the picture is they're already the people of God. Yeah. You know, individually. That's true. But, but looking at the big picture, they're all the people of God by grace. Yeah. Yeah. Now the law is added, but it's not to save them. It, right. It's in a way to regulate their life as people of God, but not for their salvation. But a kind of side effect, or, is it, or, or a kind of knock-on of the law, is, is that they ha have been preserved. And even yeah. though, you know, of course, the enemy would like to destroy that witness, of the Jewish people um, uh, and then of course destroy all of the future promises of fulfillment towards them as a, as a people. So, you know, I suppose that's, another, that's partly why I quoted that, you know, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. We don't, you know, we, we know there's only one means of salvation. No one, you know, can be saved under heaven except through the Lord Jesus. Um, who, the Jew, the king of the Jews, um, but they are still with us as a people mm. because there is a future fulfillment for them. Mm. Uh, and, and, and the problem that we have is, is that you know, they, they were debating it in the Council of Jerusalem, but not long after they, you know, the rifts you know, emerged where you, you had this um, essentially Gentile church in Rome because the Jews had all been banished and, and then you had this feeling of arrogance that God has finished with the Jews and but um, yeah that was the reverse problem yeah taking place and and then you and then you you, you have this the sort of 
the preaching against the Christians by the Jews and then the Christians being quite abominable in their preaching against the Jews and it's it's sort of oscillated through through history through to some horrendous um, things that have happened towards the Jewish people uh, I, I always feel it's necessary to remind folk that you know the early church was Jewish Paul was a Jew yes. Peter was a yes. Jew yes you know it, this was a doctrinal debate yeah yeah not an not an ethnic yes you know debate against the Jews mm. that's right mm. yeah as John Chrysostom I think you know started this this train going and mm. and even Martin the great Martin Luther mm. you know the, da the danger is yes we've got to rise above it and say what is what is the gospel of salvation yes you, ha you have to write who's, who's acceptable and, 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 and who people are very quick whenever you quote Luther, Luther to say he was anti-Semitic. Well, yes, he, w he was by modern definition. But it's very easy for us in the 21st century with the revelation of Israel being re-established to, to, to be rude about their understanding in the 16th century. And, and I also feel that when you, when you realize how passionate Luther was about the book of Galatians and indeed the book of Romans mm. and uh, yes there were Jews around in Europe I know that but mm. but his his the the representation of, of, of Judaism to him was the Judaizers and he didn't like what he saw yeah. and you so you can you can stand in his shoes not having the knowledge that we have today and say yeah, I can understand why he came. He was wrong, but I understand why he came to that conclusion, right. rather than denigrating him for it. Yeah. No, that's right. And they, they were, but it was the law of Moses, as it were, that separated them. Yeah. That's why they were separated from, you know, yeah. non-Jews through through. And the Middle yeah. Ages, you know, people yeah. weren't they weren't all good Christians in those no. days. No. So, so the sort of hatred built up. Yeah. Mm. Great. Okay. So in, in Acts 15, if yeah. we, yes, just to harmonize it with yes. um, Galatians 2, yeah. they go up to Jerusalem and then in, in verse 3 and 4, they basically, uh, basically, well in verse 4 they come to Jerusalem and they are received by the church and the apostles and the elders and they reported all things that God had done with them, you know, all the Gentiles being saved. Mm -hmm. So for the first thing in, is that they, they have a general public meeting where they basically, it's the welcome meeting yeah. and they share testimonies and all of that. Then in Galatians 2, it says that the important thing to Paul was, is in Galatians 2.2, 2, mm -hmm. he says, I went up by revelation and communicated to them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. and, and this would have been in a private meeting. Yeah. Um, but privately to those who were of reputation, you know, the, the main yeah. apostles like, yeah. well, he names them later, James, Peter and, and John. Yeah. Lest by any means I might run or had run in, in vain. Yeah, that, I find that an interesting one. What, what is he saying there? Yeah, you might be tempted to think that Oh, I might, I might, I need to check that I've got it right, yeah. you know. But of course, if you if you know Paul, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, from that can't be the right interpretation. No. So it has to be 
that basically he needed to go to Jerusalem because if the apostles are going into error in Jerusalem and they're putting out this legalistic exactly. message, it will all be gonna, in vain. Yeah. It's going to hurt the fruit of his ministry. Yeah. He'll yeah. still have some fruit, yeah. but it will be massively hurt right. because the legalists will have sway yeah. and, and a lot of his efforts will be in vain. That's right. So it, it is actually for the sake of the gospel. It's, he's That's not good. doubting that he is no. preaching the right gospel because he got it straight from Jesus. Yeah, um, so it's interesting, then going back to Acts 15, we find now that um, after, I think after he shared the gospels, which is quite wise of him to share it with the apostles, so in the confusion of public debate, you know, that he won't have a chance to properly explain things. Um, then it's, then there, there is some later meeting perhaps that's more, more public yeah. where these, these, these false brethren actually rise yeah. up. And it says in Acts 15.5, some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up saying it is necessary to circumcise them and, and command them to keep the law of Moses. Yeah. The, the two so he's go got together. great wisdom, hasn't he? He first um, addresses it to the key, the key leadership. Yes. And prop knowing that these other scallywags are out gonna there. It's going to get messy. So, so yes, <laughs> very, very, a lot yes. of wisdom yes. you can learn from that, to confide in, in those key people, because otherwise they can be skewed, yeah. even with Paul present in the public meeting. I don't know what kind of... I, I, I don't get the impression that, that, that they were, it was a high and mighty type council. I, you know, I get the, the impression that it was... Not quite jeans and t-shirt, but no. but they, they were. It was they were. There was a formality to it, but I don't think that the the council. It was some great hierarchy with you know mitred hats, which yes. some of the Definitely some not. some of the paintings portray. It, it happened. It probably happened in stages because, as I say, there was this there was this open dispute mm. at some point after he shared privately and. There obviously was a more public meeting where there was this open dispute. And, and they were fishermen, weren't they? I mean, they were, they were ordinary guys, and there was a, I think there was a humility there, but they, like Paul, I'm talking about the true leaders there, they, they wanted the integrity of the gospel. They want, they, oh, yeah. There was a, a, a seriousness before God. It wasn't just a, you know, a kind yeah. of you, you know you're a, a, an exclusive club let's say yeah. it was it wasn't it wasn't for man they wanted to preserve mm. they all wanted the, the the it was paul who had the the inspiration as it were to set things down in writing but but i think they were the, all on the, the same page i mean paul is is careful in his language but it's clear that the jerusalem church was getting compromised mm. um yeah. If I just read yeah, Paul's do. version of the messy, what I call the yeah. messy meeting, the debate, yeah, yeah. And, and I'll explain what I mean. Because um, he says, verse 3 in Galatians 2, yet not even Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. So he's basically saying, you know, I, we won the issue. Yeah. You know, Paul, he wasn't compelled to be circumcised, but he's alluding to the fact there was a lot of pressure, there was a pressure from one party for that. Yeah. But the, but then, then he describes that pressure. And yeah. this occurred because of false brethren. Now, this word false brethren is not weak brethren. No. Paul counts them, although they do believe Jesus is the Messiah, yeah. he counts them as not 
true believers. Yeah. They, they are actually false. They're pretending to be brethren, but they are not brethren. Yeah. They are false brethren. They're not saved, in other words. Yeah. Um, to spy on the freedom we have yeah, in Christ. They're enemies, basically. So that, for me, yeah. cues John the, again. The language of yes. verse 4 is extraordinary. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, that he was secretly brought in. Mm. This is a plan. This yeah. is a strategy. They were secretly brought in and to spy on them. This isn't just random yeah. people. This is a this and is the freedom. A, this is, this he is says the, the freedom that the they devil. had in Christ. Mm. Yeah, that's what they wanted and, to and take he, out. Th that's right. This is a counter movement, looking to to sow discord and 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 dissent. And it's to to a degree, it's it's successful. Yeah, it isn't a random happening at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the language, it's like when you attack an enemy city, you send in your spies, That's the right. fifth column, and the aim is to capture the city and bring them into slavery. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what he's, he's using that analogy, mm -hmm. that these people are enemies. Yeah. Yeah. And that they come in to spy out our liberty, mm -hmm. that they might bring us into slavery, into yeah. bondage, into yeah. slavery. So these people were established in the Jerusalem church. They were respected. So in other words, the Jerusalem church was this was mm. this was dangerous mm. because they hadn't really you know peter had had his revelation of gentiles being saved in acts 10 uh, but there was this counter group that was accepted so the church was getting compromised and so paul is is having to he's got a big job on his hand to save the day as it were because this group is is quite a powerful group yeah and so there's this open um Hostility, and he says, to, to whom we did not yield submission no. even for an hour. In even other words, we didn't back down. My, so they my were under translation says even for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. shows they were under strong pressure yeah, yeah. from this group. Yeah. And it's not like James and, and, and Peter, they were kind of waiting yeah. to see what Paul would do. But they came under strong pressure, but Paul said, we held firm you know, that the truth of the gospel might continue so with you. So that gives you an idea of the kind of this the meeting pressure was yeah. um, he's saying those people shouldn't have been allowed to be there because they're not part of the church, the real church, but the Jerusalem church had got compromised. Yeah. So John, how important is it in a, a military uh, scenario to, to stand <laughs> your ground? <laughs> and not, you know, to, to, to and not allow the enemy to get momentum. Well, absolutely, it, yeah. it's all about standing the ground. Yeah. If you control the ground, you control yeah. what you have. If yeah. you give ground, you you lose it. Yeah. And and Paul's absolutely right. He wasn't going to. It be it would have been very easy for a weaker man and a less convicted man yeah. to have sought a compromise. Yeah. Um, but he didn't, and it's absolutely vital he didn't, because the, 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 it, it would have, the, the, the gospel would have been lost, mm. absolutely lost. Yeah. And, and that, what, of course, is the devil's strategy here. Mm. It, it's the devil. We yeah. it need to be quite even clear. Even for one moment, even for it, one right. tiny compromise. Yes. Uh, the, the devil, much to his shock and horror, understands mm. what happened at the cross. He wasn't expecting it. He was caught out, mm. but... He, he, he knows and understands what that means, and he has to undermine it at every possible turn, and he starts very early on. Mm -hmm. and, and nothing has changed. I mean, you know, you, you, it would be tempting to say that these false brethren morphed into um, what now emanates from Rome. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it would be, yeah. it's a simple step, mm -hmm. a very simple step to move from here to there. And yet, but the plan is the same. 
And I don't mean to be rude to Roman Catholics, and I'm certainly not saying that no Roman Catholic is, sa is, is saved. I am not saying that. But I am saying that <clears throat> the Vatican and all that emanates from that, by and, large, structures. by and large, is no different from these people. Mm. Uh, I would also add to that, uh, while we're on a roll, uh, you know, the sort of uh, modern uh, secular Pharisees that we have today, you know, who, who are wheedling into the church, as it were, and, and, and saying that, you know, you're not very good Christians because you're not doing this, this, this and this, and you're hypocrites and you're doing that. that you know, it's, it's, there, there is a strong push for... Uh, Christians to compromise on on the message yes. and f assimilate and to fit yes. in mm. with uh, and uh, for me it's it is it is like a campaign yes. to undermine to 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 knock Christians off off their perch as it yes. were especially in Britain I don't know I just maybe because I'm British but I just seem no, it seems it a, seems to be especially in Britain there, they despise the Christian heritage that we have in in the country and and freedoms that have come from well it, it, it it's very simple to understand why that happened because of the infiltration of the education system mm. um, which was deliberate which was no different these people it's no different yeah. nothing has changed um, it, it, these people tried to infiltrate the new believers we were essentially a Christian country yes perhaps it wasn't it wasn't that great but we were essentially a Christian <clears throat> country so how, what do you do about that well you do what communism does you get to the youngsters you get to the so the over two or three generations you can change the whole fabric of the country that's yeah. what they did they started with the edu education system right. start questioning the gospel start questioning the necess necessity to go to church then bring in other religions in this whole comparative theology thing yeah. it's not difficult to do but we let them do it that's right that's when I say we yeah. the church let the them church do it leadership. The church leadership did not stand up in the house of Lord and say no that's right little compromises one that's by right. one by one you know, yes. enjoying the privileged status of being the Lord's spiritual. Yes. You know, they don't want to lose their places in the house of Lord, so they tend mm. to yeah. comply because they, they want to retain their It's no prestige. different, Tim. It's, no, this, yeah. it's the same story. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> we sometimes take a step back before we yeah. go back into it, yeah. but um, into the history of what happened. Yeah, so it's interesting what you're saying about, I was just thinking about that. It was a clever move just to replace the teaching of Christianity primarily yeah. Yeah. with comparative religion. Yes. Oh, we're still covering the faith. Yes. Yes. But anyway, um, the next... And by the way, adding, because they have these sacra committees, um, which, you know, looking at religious education, and the humanists um, insisted that they were uh, present at these committees. In other words, acknowledging that they are a religion really mm. you know that and and that has had a great effect on um, on the one side which is religious education but then on the science side uh, absolutely buttoning it up so that there's no mention of God the Creator in yeah. science mm -hmm. so in other words God creation the Bible is fantasy yeah mm. on the one hand but on the other hand you know they're able to infiltrates the um, humanism into into religious education. Mm. Yes, he's as Yemi would say, he's a very clever devil. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that, that has um, had enormous effects. I didn't think we were going to go in that direction, but um, um, Abraham Lincoln said the philosophy of the classroom today will be the philosophy of government tomorrow. 
Yeah. Mm. And you say three generations, we've definitely gone through a cycle of at least three. Mm. You know. There we are. So yes, but back to the Jerusalem Council. Yeah. Um, we had this kind of open debate. You can imagine the court scene with the, the lawyers on both sides having it out. Yeah. And then, then in a way, then, then if you like, if you imagine the Supreme Court, the, 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 the judges now retire to consider their yeah. verdict. Yeah. So then in Acts verse, 15 verse 6, yeah. now the apostles and elders came together to consider this matter. Yeah. Yeah. So now, you know, everything's been hashed out in publicly. Now they're, they're going back to, to consider the matter. Mm. And, um, and that's what we normally think about as the, as the, the I suppose, when they, they make their, um, their, their, their speeches and their pronouncement. And when there had been much dispute, so it's interesting, even within the inner circle of the apostles and the elders, there was, um, yeah. you know, th this group had infiltrated yeah, even right. into the inner right. yeah. things, you know, yeah. maybe not the apostles, but certainly the elders. Yeah. Um, uh, much dispute. Um, Peter rose up and said to them, and so this is like now the, the final verdict really coming from Peter and, and James. And, and of course, Peter then goes and talks about Acts chapter 10. Should we read that or? Uh, um, I've, I, I think we've got time. Yes, we, let's do yeah. that. Um, He's, he's referring back to the original salvation of the Gentiles yeah. in Acts 10, yeah. which was by grace, as he points out. Oh, sorry, so God's already made his vote in this argument yeah. in yeah. Acts 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we won't read Acts 10 because we, I thought, no, oh, no, no. I thought no, we had more no, time. No, I wasn't no, no, suggesting no. that. Yeah. No. Just, uh, shall I read it or do you want to um, read what? it? Just very quickly, yes. Um, verse 7, now there'd been much dispute. Peter rose up and said to the men and brethren, you know that a good while ago, God chose, out, chose, among, cho chose among us that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. So God, who knows the heart, acknowledged them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us and made no distinction between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. So in other words, through faith, they, in fact, it was while he was still preaching uh, they receive the Holy Spirit, yeah. which means they must have been cleansed yeah. by the blood of Jesus. They must have received the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, they were fully saved, in other words, and accepted by God, just like the Jews were on the basis of faith. Great. So, um, you know, at the end of some of our you know, early comedy programs that always write to be continued. <laughs> you know, in other words, we definitely haven't um, completed these verses that we're on, but some um, Peter and Cornelius comes to mind, Acts 10. Read it at home and we'll see you next week. Thank you.